Buildings housed animals gathered from all over Russia and the lands beyond. Two enormous Siberian bears, captured to be a mating pair, occupied one of the largest cages. Anna thought them a sadly ill-suited couple. The male was much older and more careworn than his mate, with a tattered coat and chunks ripped from his ears. He had a permanent scowl on his face and lumbered about his cage as if he was always spoiling for a fight. The female was much smaller and younger and had glorious, rich, dark brown fur. Her muzzle wrinkled every time she growled, giving her a sweet expression, and her dark cherry eyes stared wistfully out of the bars, as if she were desperate to escape both captivity and her arranged marriage. In the golden cage beside the bears, silver foxes made themselves invisible during the day. Lurking underground in their burrow, they would emerge at nightfall to snap and snarl at each other over chopped-up chunks of meat that Anna had tossed into their cage, crunching the bones with their pointed canines. The beautiful musk deer who lived in the cage next door would shrink back as the foxes growled over their supper. Wide-eyed with soft taupe fur, they seemed the most gentle of all the creatures in the menagerie, but they had needle teeth that protruded like vampire's fangs from their velvet muzzles. The deer did not bite, but the little minks who scurried about in their long, low cage were savage. Their teeth, tiny and white, were as sharp as knives. "'You will lose your fingers if you are not careful,' Vasily the groom would warn Anna when he found her stroking the baby minks through the grill of their cage. Vasily came up from the stables once a day to fill the cages with straw. He was different from the rest of the serfs in Count Orlov's service." A head taller than any other man at the stables, he was broad-shouldered and strong, and while the other serfs had the appearance of boiled potatoes, Anna thought Vasily handsome, with his thick russet hair, high cheekbones and deep, brooding eyes. Sullen and serious, Vasily did not smile easily, and Anna liked to set herself the challenge of making him laugh. "'I have taught the mink a new trick,' she would exclaim whenever he arrived with the straw for the cages." Come and see. The mink were untamable, and their tricks mostly involved standing on their hind legs and nipping food from Anna's fingers, which only made Vasily beg her to stop. They will not hurt me, Anna would laugh at him. She had no fear of any of the animals, any except the timber wolves. There was something in the way they glowered at her, shoulders hunched in menace as they paced the perimeter of their gilt cage, jaws hanging open white teeth glistening. It was as if they were just waiting for the bars to part, biding their time until they could devour her. Once, her brother Ivan had dared her to go inside their cage. She had refused at first, but Ivan was good at bullying her into doing things she shouldn't. He was three years older than Anna, and in their lonely palace in the wilderness, he was her only playmate. This is the game, he told her. You walk in, and I will lock the gate behind you, and then I count to ten and let you out again. Anna looked at the wolves. They were pacing the bars, their hackles raised. I don't want to, she said. I knew you were a coward, Ivan said. I'm not a coward, Anna insisted. Then do it. Anna pushed the fear down into her belly and stepped closer to the cage. Ivan kept goading her. Pathetic baby sister he gloated. You need to show them you're not afraid. The wolf pack were waiting, pacing and watching her, glassy-eyed and panting, jaws open in anticipation. 
Anna didn't want to get any closer, but Ivan kept taunting her. Come on, open the door and get in the cage. What are you scared of? They will not bite. Anna stepped forward and shut her eyes tight as she stretched out her hand to grasp the cage door. She began to swing the door back, and as she did so, the largest wolf lunged for her. He threw himself at the bars of the gate, shoulder-barging it with his full weight, trying to force his way through. He would have succeeded if it were not for the giant of a man who stepped between the girl and the wolf. He thrust the gate shut and yanked Anna fiercely by the shoulder, so that she was thrown back out of danger. Anna found herself sprawled on the ground, panting and looking up at her father, who towered over her like a monster. His face was crimson with rage, except for the thin white line of the scar that ran from his temple to his chin. Le Balaf. It was his nickname in the royal court, where they whispered it in French. Scarface.